The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. To bear the cross and follow after Jesus. We need to understand something about crucifixion. Crucifixion was agonizing. Hear me now. Crucifixion was dehumanizing. Crucifixion was excruciating. It was shameful. It was a shameful way to die. In fact, most people feared this form of execution in Jesus' day. Jesus wasn't the first to be crucified. So what am I saying here? Notwithstanding the agony, notwithstanding the dehumanization, notwithstanding the excruciating pain, to die by suffocation after your hands had been nailed through, your feet had been nailed through, pierced in your, in your side, and to die on top of that from asphyxiation, from suffocation, that was excruciating and a shameful. Jesus was a bloody mess by the time they nailed him to the cross. But to die that shameful death, Jesus did it. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 tells us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, not despising the shame. Notwithstanding how shameful this death was, Jesus endured it with joy because he saw me, he saw you, he saw others coming to God through him because they believed on him. But my question is, why Simon? Why me? Why Simon? Perhaps you've asked that question. Sometimes you can be in a store minding your own business, but somebody will come up to you and accost you and suspect you of shoplifting all because of the color of your skin. Sometimes you can be driving. You'll be pulled over because of the color of your skin. You can be walking down the street, thrown up against the wall, and searched without probable cause, all because of the color of your skin. So as I looked at this, as I looked at Matthew's account, Mark's account, and Luke's account of what happened to Simon, my question was, why Simon? Why Simon? Now the name Simon means, I need you to hear this, the name Simon means obedient. It means one who listens, one who hears. And when Simon was compelled to carry Jesus' cross, he was obedient. He didn't resist the Roman soldiers. He didn't cuss them out. 
He was obedient. He listened to their command. He heard their command. And perhaps he heard something that others in the crowd didn't hear. Perhaps Simon heard from Almighty God himself. So Simon was obedient. But why Simon? And I asked myself this question, could it be because he was black? Could it be because he was black? Now in Jesus' day, the Jews were dark-skinned people. But they weren't necessarily black like the African. They were dark-skinned people. And we got to stop believing the lies that Jesus was a man with blonde hair, blue eyes, and European features. We got to stop believing the lies. When we watch the movies, you, you know, movies about the crucifixion of Jesus. We got to stop believing the lies that the people in Jesus' day were Europeans. Not so. They were dark-skinned people. But something about Simon, his face stood on the crowd. His face stood on the crowd because he was black. Could it be because he was black? In Song of Solomon, chapter one. Now this whole thing about blackness is, is not something outside of the realm of what scripture, scripture teaches us. Black faces stand out in the crowd. Have you ever been anywhere? When there are people in the place that didn't look like you, but maybe you saw one or two that looked like you, and you begin to feel a little, a little more comfort. In fact, you may have gravitated toward them to, to just strike up a conversation with them just to make yourself feel a little more at ease. Well, the Bible has a lot to say about that. In Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 6, that verse says, look not upon me because I am black, because the sun has looked upon me, and my mother's children were angry at me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard have I not kept. Do you understand what Solomon was saying in that verse? Do you understand what the voice of the Shudamite woman was saying? She was saying, don't stare at me. Don't glare at me because I'm black. See, black faces stand on the crowd. She says, don't look at me like that. Oh, I like that one. I said it a lot myself. Don't you look at me like that. Don't look at me like that because I am black. For the sun has looked upon me. In other words, the sun has made my skin black. Then she went on to say, well, my mother's children, in other words, my mother's sons, they were angry at me. Why are people so angry at black folk? All over the world, people seem to be angry at black folk. My mother's children were angry at me. They made me the keepers of the vine. In other words, they sent me out in the fields to work. 
because of the anger. In my own vineyard have I not kept. When I read that, I thought about how many times the history of African Americans, particularly in America, the history has been we've done everything for the majority, being a minority, and even neglecting some of those things that were in our own interests. I remember as a young boy, and I was in junior high at this time, middle school, and when my brother went off to college, one of my older brothers went off to college, my mother, who was a stay-at-home mom, she decided that she would take a job doing what they call in that day, day work. And she would go to this exclusive neighborhood where the rich folks stayed in our town, Ottawa Hills. And she would clean up the houses for white people just to have money to send my brother to help him out in college. And I thought about that. How is it that my mother could be gone all day cleaning up somebody else's house and then when she get home, she don't have time to clean up our house, but we got beat if we didn't clean it up. Do you understand the dynamic? The dynamic has been, if you're black, get back. If you're brown, stick around. And if you're white, you're right. This has been a, a worldwide dynamic. This was also a dynamic in Jesus' day. Simon of Cyrene, because of the blackness of his skin, his face stood out in the crowd. His face stood out in the crowd. So I began to ask myself, could it be because he was black? He was compelled to carry the cross of Jesus. Or could it be he was big and strong? Remember now, as a black man, he was a descendant of Ham. Remember Noah had three sons. Come on. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was Noah's second son. But, but Ham had four sons. Ham was a black man. In fact, the name Ham itself means, it means warm, hot, black, and swarthy. Huh? Dave, you are warm, hot, black, and swarthy. So could it be that Simon was big and strong? I've given that some consideration. Now, Noah had three sons. Ham was the second son. And Ham had four sons. But the lie that's been told that people that look like you and me, that we are under the curse of Ham. Read your Bibles, beloved. God, Noah never cursed Ham. Let me say it again. Noah never cursed Ham, nor cursed Ham's son, Canaan. Canaan was cursed. But there were three other sons that Ham had. There was Cush. There was Put. And there was Mizraim.
Simon of Serene would have been descended of Put. Put is the son or the grandson of Noah that migrated to northern Africa. So why Simon? Could it be because he was black? Could it be because he looked big and strong? And that's a stereotype that many people that are afraid of your black skin have of you. That you're always going to be the angry one. You're always going to be the big and strong one. And so out of their fear, they react to you differently than they will react to somebody else. We have so many cases in our country of police brutality and even police killing black citizens. And there seems to be a common thread for the excuse. And that common thread is, I was in fear of my life. How's it that you're in fear of your life when you kill an um, uh, unarmed armed person, unarmed, but yet you're You have a service, a side weapon, service pistol or side weapon. You have a billy club, you have mace, you have a taser. So in addition to have a badge and a gun, you have other defensive weapons, but yet you're the one afraid. I'm telling you, you're in the wrong line of work. Any police who says, I took somebody's life because I was afraid, need to find another line of work. How are you going to serve and protect those you're afraid of? And it's all because, or is it because, the blackness of your skin? So why Simon? Here's what I believe as I meditated on this. I believe that God chose Simon. That Simon was highly favored of God. He was chosen by God for this wonderful privilege to bear the cross of Jesus. This is what I believe. Why Simon? I believe God wanted us to see He wanted to show that the Gentiles, particularly the Gentile that's of African descent, he wanted to show that the Gentiles have a part in Christ, not just the Jews. And that the Gentiles were to share in the benefits of the cross. What were the benefits of the cross? First Peter chapter two, verse 24 says, who him own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree. And we being dead to sins might live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So the benefits of the cross is not only forgiveness, redemption and salvation, but it's also healing. It's deliverance. It's every promise of God. We share in that. And God was showing us that because you're black, you don't have to get back. You share in the benefits of the cross. And this is why I chose Simon. Could it be that God wanted to pass on a legacy? He wanted to pass on a legacy of black hope, black faith, 
and black love. Faith, hope, and love is a legacy of ours. And as we read in the New Testament about Simon of Serene, according to Mark chapter 15, verse 21, Simon also had two sons, Alexander and Rufus. In Acts chapter 19, you'll find where Alexander makes a defense of the gospel. Then in Romans 16, you'll find where Paul says that Rufus was chosen of the Lord. So I believe that God chose Simon because he knew that his sons would come to believe and that Simon would leave a legacy of faith, hope, and love. This is our legacy. We should not fight hate, prejudice, and bigotry with more hate. We should fight it with love. We should fight it with faith and hope. This is our legacy from God. And God, I believe, was showing this to us when he allowed Simon to carry Jesus' cross. Why, Simon? Was it because God wanted to provide us a beautiful but yet painful picture of our calling as disciples? We are called to carry the cross behind Jesus. I need you to hear this. This is critical. Not only did Simon carry the cross for Jesus, it's important where he carried the cross. He carried the cross behind Jesus. So when Jesus taught his disciples in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, he taught his disciples, if any man shall come after me, let him first deny himself. Then take up his cross daily and follow after me. Simon of Serene was the first to fulfill that teaching, that principle. He was the first one to take up a cross. He was the first one to deny himself. He didn't come to Jerusalem to carry a heavy load. He didn't come to Jerusalem to be part of Jesus' crucifixion. He came there to celebrate the Passover. But yet he was the first to follow after Jesus. The first to deny himself. The first to take up the cross and follow after him. Glory to God. Every one of us must take up our cross. This is what Simon teaches us. That every one of us must take up our cross daily and follow after Jesus. There are going to be tests, trials, and tribulations. There are going to be crosses to bear. But the Lord says, if you're going to come after me, you've got to be willing to deny yourself and understand it's not about you, but it's about God his glory, and his purpose. It's not about you. Then he says, you got to take up your cross daily. You can't give up because of the test that's coming on tomorrow. And your attitude is, there have been enough tests in my life already. There's been enough suffering in my life already. No, no, no. He said you got to be able to take up your cross daily so suffering may come 
It could come at any moment. It comes randomly. It comes just out of nowhere, it seems like sometimes. But suffering can be also costly. Costly. Paul told Timothy, Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, verse 12, he said, if we suffer, listen to me, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. But if we deny him, he will also deny us. Simon didn't deny him. He didn't, he didn't deny or resist the opportunity to bear the cross of Jesus. So why Simon? Could it be that God was showing us that God wants to help us not out of trouble, but through our troubles? Simon did not relieve Jesus out of his trouble, but he did relieve him through his trouble. And a lot of times when suffering comes, our immediate response is they want to get out of it, get it over with. But is it God himself who allowed the suffering to come to help us through it and not out of it? Because when we come on the other side of that suffering, there's going to be victory the same way there was victory on the cross. When Jesus gave up the ghost, he said, it is finished. That was our cry of victory. And victory doesn't come until the other side of suffering. So God doesn't help us out of it. He helps us through it. Through it all. He is faithful to help us through it. I'm reminded of the words of the songwriter who said, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free. I know there's a cross for everyone and I know there's a cross for me. There's a cross for me. There's a cross for you. And God showed us that in Simon bearing the cross of Jesus. So why Simon? God wanted to show us in closing that we have part in Christ. We're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. He wants to show us that we share in the benefits of the cross. We don't have to be left out. We don't have to be pushed to the side. God was showing us, perhaps, that through Simon, we have a legacy of faith, hope, and love. All because of what Jesus did. Through Simon, God was showing us what he's calling us to. He's calling us to be disciples. And as disciples, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow after Jesus, just like Simon did. But last but not least, God showed us clearly the same way Simon helped Jesus through his trouble, not out of his trouble, but through his trouble, God is showing us he's going to help us to get through. He's going to help us to get to the other side. He's going to help us to claim victory the same way Jesus claimed victory on the cross. Why Simon? Why Simon? Why was he compelled 
to carry the cross of Jesus because in doing so, there was a message that God was sending for every one of Simon's descendants or like descendants. And I'm telling you, we got to stop believing the lies. We got to start believing the truth. We got to teach our children the truth and steal some godly pride in our children that people like us played a critical role not only in the history of the world but in the history but in the history of the recorded word of God itself. Father, thank you. Thank you for Simon of Serene. Thank you for choosing him. Thank you for giving him that great privilege to bear the cross of Jesus Christ. And help us, Father, to also count it an honor to bear our crosses daily. Help us to come after you in faith. Take up our cross daily. Deny ourselves. Take up our cross daily. And keep following after you. Oh God, help us to follow Jesus, not just through the cross, but through his resurrection, which, I, which is our victory. And today, because Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose from the dead the third day according to scripture. We have the victory because of the power of the resurrection. And I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed because of the blackness of my skin. Not ashamed because the same way you honored Simon, you also honor me and others like me. All your children, whether they black, white, brown, red, or yellow, we thank you that the gospel belongs to those who believe. And Father, in our hearts, we believe you and we celebrate you and Jesus' great victory on this resurrection day. God bless you. Because of the resurrection, you can be saved. If you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, just like he did, you shall be saved. With the heart, you believe unto righteousness and with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, doesn't matter if your descendants are from Africa, doesn't matter if your descendants are from Europe, doesn't matter if your descendants are from Asia, doesn't matter. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the legacy God has given all of his children. All of those that would come and accept the invitation to be saved. A legacy of faith, hope, and love. So I say to you, beloved, walk in love. Walk in love and have faith in God. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor. 
proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.